Warning, this episode contains explicit content. Please proceed with caution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Sex Talk. I am your host, Romeo. With inflation on the rise and expert not knowing when it'll be over, it is safe to say that there is a good chance, if you're single and in the market, that you are already engaging in infladating without having used the term. Although the term might sound odd and vague, infladating is a thing. On this week's episode, I will discuss infladating and everything we need to know to help us navigate the dating scene while keeping our bank's account in check. First and foremost, this term actually was coined by the folks at Plenty of Fish. It just means, infladating, going on less expensive dates due to inflation and the current economic environment. Now, the New York Post actually published a statement from Plenty of Fish's Kate, actually, McLean, and she explains, quote-unquote, with the uncertain economic future dominating the headlines, singles are feeling the financial pressure. So it is not surprising that infladating or taking someone on a less expensive date budget-friendly date as well, will be much more prevalent in 2023. Well, 2023 is here and infladating is a thing. But I just want to say something because dating on a budget isn't a new phenomenon. And of course, it's not something that, oh, wow, it's, 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 it just, it's, it's happening because what am I saying here is I'm saying that dating on a budget is, has been around. Infladating is a new thing because of the economic situation. And listen, there's nothing wrong with being mindful of how we spend our money so it doesn't have to ruin our life, our dating life actually. Listen, if you find your if, if you if, let's say if you, you you find yourself that you are inflating or let's say you haven't and you're about to go into this scene, I just want to say this doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to be a, de- a negative thing that impacts our dating life. Because at the end of the day, it's all about, first of all, dating is getting to know people. But I just want to say that it's all about the experience, right? Because we're putting ourselves out there and it's all about the experience and trying to build a connection to see if the person that we're going on a date with is actually a potential partner for us. And if we have to be money conscious or just be a little bit more aware of how we spend our money while going on a date and getting to know people. That's not that. That's not a bad thing. It's it's great. If anything, it, it just there's it, it removes a lot of pressure. And according to the knot, they say that it's important to discuss fi- finances in a new relationship because of the role that money plays in just about every aspect of life. In other words, it is something that you shouldn't be afraid of doing. And that's regardless of what the economy is doing. Look, folks, I'm going to give you guys some statistics because um, Plenty of Fish did actually do a survey 
Um, and I think it was, a, it, I'll give you the information. 48% of single millennials and Gen Zers suggested going on a more budget-friendly date in a survey of 8,000 of Plenty of Fish, 8,000 users of the Plenty of Fish on the Plenty of Fish platform. And I mean, listen, consumer prices have surged at least in America. I don't know how it is in the world, but it's at 8.2%. And that's actually according to the Bureau, the, the, the Bureau of, of Labor and Statistics. I mean, let's just be honest. Like when once upon a time, going for a burger was like super cheap. And now like things are just expensive. Like I think like they say that like it, it's very, very expensive going on a date. Like the average cost of a date is $97.67. And that is the estimate that was like take that was done back in 2022. And with inflation happening, that's actually much higher. And listen, as the rise, as the cost of living is rise, rises and, and, and budgets are starting to, we, we're starting to get very tight with our budgets. Like we can understand why singles may seek out a frugal alternative to meet potential partners. It's not a bad thing. We're not being cheap. We're just, we're, if anything, we are very, very, uh, we're approaching this in a very, very, I want to say practical, but really the correct way. Because we shouldn't be breaking our wallets while we're in the dating scene. Because that's not what it's all about. It's about building a connection and trying to see if we can find a potential partner. Because at the end of the day, it shouldn't matter how much a date costs. What matters, like I said, is making a real connection. Because if anything, I feel like it, it provides us with an opportunity to get to know someone on a deeper level while having fun and saving money. Heck, I, listen, I think infladating is actually encouraging, I think, us to be a little bit more creative and thoughtful when planning dates. And it's, a, it's allowing us to create deeper and more meaningful relationships. And if you guys remember what I talked about last um, episode about Tinder's year and swipe and what... Um, they, the information they gather post COVID and how I think this all ties in because post COVID and everything, you know, that was, I feel like that was a trigger of everything, but, um, people are trying to find more authentic ways to go on first dates without having to spend so much money. And I'm all about that. Heck, I think a lot of us are all about that because with the right mindset, dating can still be fun and dating should be fun and enjoyable an enjoyable experience actually without having to, yeah, going, going broke. Cause look, the yearly dating costs shot up like 3,030 in 2022 compared to what it was in 2021, which was 2,375. And that was according to the data from the geobankingrates.com. And that's based on the, uh, the, Bureau of Labor Statistics and Consumer uh, Report. And here's something interesting. Having drinks went up $554 this year than what it was, I guess, last year. 400 and, not last year, yeah, uh, 478. And casual entertainment from seeing a movie or show is up by 3,568 for the year from 
2,909, according to that same report. Hey, and I just want to throw out this out there. And I think I I mentioned that. No, I think I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago about uh, the do's and don'ts of of dating. If if you're going to if you're seeing someone and this is the first date, here's a tip to save money. Just do the video call. Uh, especially if it's like the quote unquote first date or preliminary uh, or filtering process that you need to do in order to fill out the vibe to see if this is someone worth going on a real date, do the 30 minute max video and Hey, have a couple coffee or wine, which but I, I don't recommend having any alcohol, but coffee or just, just really do the 30 minute thing. Do 30, get on, get on, on a video call for 30, like for 30 minutes with that person that you've matched or you're, 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 and use that as the, as an opportunity to a save money, but really to filter out and fill out the vibe of that person that you're potentially going to maybe hopefully see in the near future. But Hey, if it's not no biggie, but here's the thing too. If someone says no to a video, uh, like date, that's a red flag straight up. That's a red flag. And you should just move on. Because who wouldn't want to do that? It's less, there's less pressure. And it puts us in a very, very easy, uh, not position, but puts us at at ease where we can actually really, really talk to that person and fill it out. I've done that multiple times. And let me tell you, just from doing that, I've been able to figure out, okay, yes or no. And if not, no biggie. I'm not going to stress over it because I have no expectations and I'm going in this to have fun and really just be present and have the experience with the idea with obviously with, you know, trying to meet someone. And here's the thing too. Uh, listen, we should all be really calculating our own dating budget and not go a cent above that. Hey, and if you cannot afford to go on a date, I just want to say this. If you are financially not in a good position, we should not be dating because A, we are going to go into the dating scene bitter with all this pressure, all this financial. We're not going to be shining. We're not going to be ourselves, our authentic selves. If you're really struggling because of the inflation or, or financially, you should not be dating. My rule, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you got to get your your finances sorted out before you start dating and really seeing people because it, it you are you will spend money. I'm not saying you're gonna spend a lot of money, but dating requires you to really, really, you know, meet the other the other person halfway. And but really, if you're in a financial, if your finances are if you're really not financially stable, I would not be dating. I would be worrying to try to fix your finances first. There's plenty of fish in the sea. And the dating scene is always going to be the dating scene. You're not missing out. But the one thing we need to take care of is our finances. We come first. We got to put ourselves first no matter what. And hey, like, like I said, like, you know, we got to really budget our, our, um, like we got our dating budget. We got to really budget that. And you, we really got to set ourselves like, okay, I'm going to spend this much. And we have to keep that number in mind, right? Like if I say, okay, I'm going to spend only X amount of dollars on this or X amount of shekels on this, we got to keep it in mind when picking 
places or things to do. Um, and I will talk about this later about things that will, that won't break our wallets and things that according to plenty of fish are actually good ideas because here I want to say something like having a cheap date or cheaper date, actually it, it, it makes a lot of things easier, especially to split the tab or have one person just pick up the bill if they want to, but I would never put a person in that position where, you know, Hey, you have to pay because you, you took me on a day or vice versa. We're living in the 21st century. And if you're offended because someone went Dutch on you, like you got to go with the program. This is the 21st century. Like everybody's going, we say in Hebrew, you know, but really, um, we should all just be going, everybody should pay their own thing because it's the first date and it's less pressure and there's no expectations. You got to treat every, any date with no expectations. Nobody's supposed to pay for anybody. And when you're on a low cost date, you can pay for your own coffee or your green tea or whatever it is that you want or your green juice or whatever. Or listen, if you are in that position where, Hey, okay, you know what? I like this person. I'll, 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 I'll pay for it. Go for it. But I'm just saying like no expectations. We should treat it all, all dates or any date with no expectations. And, um, really, really. Okay. Here's something interesting that according to plenty of fish said, they said that because everything is so expensive, right? And energy bills are, are, are high and there's, a, there's an uptick on, on, on a lot of things. They said that there is a potential thing called heat doming or dating someone just for their household amenities. This trend is still heating up. However, considering just 20% of singles said that they, they've encountered someone wanting to date them specifically for their amenities, such as heat, air conditioning, or swimming pool, while 30% say they know of someone who has dated someone for those exact reasons. Whoa. <laughs> once upon a time, it was like, let's just, I'm just going to say, once upon a time, there was people who were gold diggers. They would date people because they had this or that or that. But now we've come to a place in time, in our history, in the dating, in the history of dating where people are dating because someone has a heater, air conditioner, or a swimming pool. Long ago, it was like, oh, I only date people with this type of car or this. I mean, there's probably people still around, but I don't know. But I, I'm just saying, like, it's just funny to see that Plenty of Fish has reported that there is gonna there is a possible thing that's upticking and it's called heat doming, which is actually a legit uh, dating trend, according to Plenty of Fish. And Plenty of Fish actually went ahead and they said that there's another trend uh, that they pulled a survey from and it's called main character energy. And that is the concept of focusing on yourself instead of wasting time on people who don't meet your standards. I mean, that's a given. I think we should all be practicing that regardless at the end of the day. And this is what plenty of fish said. Nearly half of singles surveyed, which is 49% say they vow to put themselves first while 32% of the single men surveyed said that they been rejected by a date who said they wanted to focus on themselves. Millennials and Generation Z are going into debt from dating. This is what they've said. 
So they recommend that we should actually know how much we make and how much we spend. Look what you can, look what we can afford and do that. Okay, so let's just move on. So, okay, so let's say we're already inflating. So let's let's make this worth our while. So I think one of the things that we need to do is we, if we're going to go inflating, how can we make this meaningful and just really worth our while? I One of the things I would say is find activities that both people hold in a common interest in and, and, that, and that doesn't require a lot of money. Like, okay, going, for example, playing board games or having a movie night a marathon or a movie at the park, especially because spring is around the corner and summer and there's a lot of that happening everywhere. But like I mentioned before, you can't really talk uh, if you're going to go see a movie. But if, you, if it's a movie that you've both seen and you can have like side conversations and just you're going there because of the experience, you know, being in the park and whatnot, hey, why not? Um, Plenty of Fish did actually put out, they did put out um, suggestions for things that we can do. And I'm going to run that through by you guys. So the first one they said is go out for a walk and try out food trucks. Now, I'm from Los Angeles originally, but now I live in Haifa. So I'm Israeli now. And uh, L.A. has the best food truck scene. It is amazing. We like depending on where you are in L.A. and what city you live in, there is a day where food trucks just like post up. And I think that's a good way. First of all, it's a cheap and you're going out for a walk and you're trying out new foods from different trucks and everyone can have his and her or her, you know, everybody can have their own uh, thing that they want or you can try. And it's very, very genuinely authentic and it's really, really nice and it's cute. Uh, here in Haifa, I believe by the Bihad Garden, I don't, I'm just sharing this with you guys. We have the food truck thing has happened. It's like big in Haifa. I don't know if it is in, in Tel Aviv, but in Haifa, the capital of the north, um, we have on Thursday nights, the food trucks line up by the Bihad Garden at the top of the Bihad, uh, Bihad, uh, Bihad, Bihad Garden. Sorry. Uh, and uh, you see, it's cute because you see a lot of young people everybody you see everybody but specifically people going on dates and i think uh what does that say we're already ahead of the game not them saying people in haifa but i think people are already doing being mindful as far as like going out on dates and just really trying to like be budget go on budget friendly dates the next thing that they suggest is browsing a bookstore i want to say something about that i would go to those like really really authentic bookstores that we all know or you hear about like, hey, you know, you see it on, on social. Uh, here in in, in uh, Haifa, there's a used bookstore in the Hadar area. And every Wednesday or Thursday night, I think it's Wednesday night, they have game night. And I've been there on a date for game night. And it was really, really cool. I got to know the person, spoke to them. And it's cute because they turned the whole use bookstore into a game night and there's different tables and you can pick board games and you can play with your, uh, the person you're with. And that's a good idea when you're going on a first date, you can go somewhere like that. Um, and, um, they have like, they even, while the game night is happening, board, board game night is happening at this use used bookstore. There's like a pop-up like beer, uh, bar and you can just order beer, you know, you know, just talk and really, really enjoy each other's company. Here's another suggestion. 
uh, that they the Plenty of Fish says is uh, pack a picnic and skip the hefty restaurant bill. When was the last time any of us went on a picnic? Well, I mean, we're winters here, but really, um, I mean, picnics kind of cute, especially if like it's a scenic place or a place where it's like really, really like worth going to have a picnic. Like we've all we all know the, know those spots, so we know of places where you can have a picnic and that's really nice. You know, you, you make the food and you bring it to, to the date, bring it on the date to surprise, you know, just really have, here's another one. I'm just moving really quickly cause I'm running out of time here. Um, they suggest visiting a museum. I think that's a great one because a, uh, a lot of museums all over the world have uh, free days or free or discounted admission days. And museums are a great, great, great place to go for a first date. You walk, you enjoy, you get to critique. You just really get to spend that time in a very, very cool environment. I remember a while ago when I was very young, someone told me if you're single, the best place to meet people also is to go to a museum. And uh, I might have done that here and there in my youth. Not that I'm old, but I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. Museums or art galleries, I think that's always fun. I love going to museums, love going to art galleries, especially when they have like special collections that they're bringing in. Uh, I recommend doing that. It's cute. It's fun. It's authentic, and it's 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 just it's a positive thing. Uh, the next one is going thrifting or antiquing. Oh man, I've done that. I want to say that. I I mentioned I'm from LA, and I did go on. I went to Melrose. They have the best vintage stores, I think, in the world. But Melrose, uh, I did that. Uh, I think you could do that thrift store. And Jet Rag is a pl- great place in LA, by the way. If you guys are into uh, anybody in LA, into uh, I don't know if that's still around, but into like thrifting. Antiquing is cool, but I think that's another good place. You get to see people. You get to know the person, um, and it's cool if you're into that, if you're both into shopping or thrifting, because that's always a fun experience. You guys can to try, you get to try out things and whatnot and just build that connection in a very, very uh, consumer way. <laughs> Okay, the next thing that they suggest is catch a sunset or take in a beautiful view together. Make sure to pack a bottle of wine and a blanket if you really want to set the mood. Uh, if you're going to pack a bottle of wine, make sure it's like a light wine, not something heavy. You don't want, especially if you're driving, but that's a really good idea. I think going to scenic places, the beach is always great if you live near or going to the lake, if there's a lake near you. We all know those spots where it's like a good place to go and just like really sit down, have some drinks or food or snack or whatever, and really get to talk to the person and get get to know them. Here's another one. Go uh, go bowling. I think I've done that. Have I? I can't remember. I think I have. Um, bowling alleys tend to have like a, a discount night. And I used to go to this one in, one in LA, in the Valley actually. Uh, and it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's bowling. Come on. Everybody has fun. The bowling alley is like, there's always, the bowling alley always ha- has this vibe inside where it's like people are in a good mood at the bowling alley. Anyways, the next one they say is uh, get ice cream. Come on. Who doesn't like ice cream? If you're lactose, they have sorbet. 
I think ice cream is a good, a good thing. I've done that, uh, recommend it too. Cause you can sit down talk and whatever it's the next one that they say is have wine and cheese, have a wine and cheese night. I don't know about that. Cause cheese can make, you know, I talked about that thing, uh, foods to eat, but that's like more related to, uh, if we're planning on getting late or having sex, but, uh, having wine and cheese or having wine and snacks. I think I would say that is a good thing. A light wine. I don't know. I I've talked about this. I'm all about sober dating and not drinking when going on a date or getting to know people. It's just not cute anymore. It's not a thing. The next one that they actually recommend, I'm going to exit out, but I'll let you know. They say hit a dive bar for cheap drinks and a game of pool. Okay. I would go, I would say go play pool, find a pool hall and go play pool or darts at that place. That's actually better. But the dive bar thing, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend going, having drinks for the first time. I don't know. No, I, I would X that out. But going, go to a pool, go play a pool, go to a, a billiards place, go do that. I think that's actually a good thing for a first date. It's it's fun. You get to flirt. It's, 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 it, I like it. It's fun. The energy at, at a pool hall, billiards, billiards place is actually fun. The other one is actually a no brainer. Find a local trail and go for a hike. That's actually always a good thing. Like I said, I said this before, I'm one of those people that I love doing. I'm, I'm very active. I love doing act, outdoor activities. I think if you can find an outdoor activity that you both can enjoy, it's always a plus because first of all, everybody looks sexy in their workout clothes and the endorphins kick in, especially with all that oxygen going to your brain. And it's just, it just builds chemistry. I think in my opinion, the other one is they say, stay in and try a new recipe together. I don't know about that one, especially if you're getting to know someone or it's the first date. I wouldn't do first date or second date, bring them home. We all know that it can lead to the whole Netflix and chill. And we know what that really means. Uh, this one's a good one. Go for a bike ride. That's actually cool. Bike ride's cool. Uh, it's healthy. It's active. The other one is see an outdoor concert. That actually is coming, you know, springs around the corner and summer. So there's a lot of outdoor concerts in cities throughout the world and all this stuff happening. So that's good. They, then the last one they say is go to a drive-in movie theater. I don't know about that one. I think I going to the movies with someone if it's a new movie, I would not go. But if it's a movie you've both seen and it's for nostalgic reasons, go to the movie drive-in movie theater. But you got to make sure that are you going to be able to have a conversation? Because if they're that type of person, they're like, Shh, you got to be quiet while I'm watching the movie. You're not going to have fun. Uh, I'm that type of person. You got to be quiet when I'm watching a movie. Rarely do I actually, once upon a time, I used to go movie dates. But then I realized you're not getting to know the person. And it's not, I'm not knowing anything. If anything, it's just, you know, whatever. It's just, it's not a good idea for first or second or third date, maybe a third date, whatever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am actually here at my end, but I just wanted to tell you guys, Google infladating. Don't be scared. It's you're not being cheap. We're not being cheap. It's just a new reality. And the information is all out there. There's so many tons of articles. There's ideas, things to do, what to do, like how to approach it, how to go about it. I'm just giving you snippets of things that I've found interesting here and there. And I encourage you guys to approach this in a very, very positive way because at the end of the day, dating should be fun. Have no expectations. It should be fun. And why not create 
really good experiences. As I mentioned before, thinking outside of the box and getting creative with our date ideas, emphasizing that in, this emphasizes that first of all, infla dating is just another opportunity to make a lasting impression on your dates with less financial obligation. We can show our dates that we're really paying attention and listening to them by planning a date that incorporates interests, hobbies, and that's amazing. If you can create an experience, listen, if at the end of the date, you're like, okay, it's not going to work out. At least you had an awesome time and you don't, we, I don't want to walk away from dates where I'm like, damn, that was a waste of time. I want to be like, you know what? Didn't work out, but that I had fun because then it's just a, you leave it on a positive note. And I think we should be leaving dates, whether they work out or not. Let's say they don't work out, leaving a date in a positive note. And just wishing that person, hey, good luck. You know what? This was fun. You know, who knows? Whatever. But you get what I'm saying? Like, we should approach it that way. There's no way that we should be coming out of dates, whether it worked or it didn't work, and coming out in a negative way. If we can create those, like, those, like, you know, um, lasting memories, it doesn't matter who it was with. We did it. We created something amazing, and it was on a budget, and it didn't hurt our pockets. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. I am your host, Romeo. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to reach us out at whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. That's whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. Till next time.